Welcome to Luna the Podcast. I'm your host, Carolina Salazar, and I am here to be your spiritual big sister, guiding you to self-empowerment through self-discovery. My goal with this podcast is to provide grounded and easy-to-understand self-development tools to support you on your spiritual journey. My purpose is to help you learn to love both your light and your shadow, and to empower you to start showing up as your best self by nourishing your soul and doing the inner work. I am so grateful you're here today, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to Luna the Podcast. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're having a good week. I hope you're staying healthy. I hope you're doing some self-care because you deserve it. And I am really grateful you're choosing to tune into today's episode. I know there are so many podcasts out there. So you listening today means so much to me. And I hope you've been really liking the Astro series. I've been having a lot of fun talking about astrology. It's one of my favorite things to do, especially with friends, especially, you know, getting really deep into each person's birth chart. And it brings me so much joy when I'm able to read a friend's birth chart or look at someone birth, someone's birth chart and give them my interpretation and just feel the feeling of it resonating is so incredible and it I just find it so awesome and it's such a powerful tool so it really makes me happy to be able to share this tool with you guys and help you learn how to use it more help you learn to understand yourself more and so that's been truly such an awesome experience and I've been loving hearing from you guys about it um as I mentioned in previous episodes, if you guys have been enjoying this series, if you've been learning, if you've been taking value away from it, and if it's been helping you feel more empowered when it comes to astrology, I would really appreciate if you could head to the top of Spotify and quickly give the podcast a five stars, a little rating, or if you're listening on Apple Podcasts to leave it a little review. It would truly mean the world because it would help me reach more people, spread more knowledge, and spread my word. And so, with that being said, today's episode is the last episode we're talking about planets and today we're going to be talking about Uranus, Neptune and Pluto. As I mentioned in the last episode, we tend to share Jupiter and Saturn placements with people who are a few years older or younger than us, but when it comes to Uranus, Neptune and Pluto, these outer planets are actually considered generational planets, while Jupiter and Saturn are considered interpersonal planets. So with that being said, what does that mean? It means that their orbits are a lot longer. So it takes them 100 plus years to go through all of the zodiac signs. So because of that, we tend to share these with each other. But when we look at our own birth charts, they can really provide a lot of knowledge and can offer a lot of insight as well into our birth chart. I also mentioned in the last episode what the difference was between modern and traditional astrology. And the main difference is that modern astrology does consider Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto. But traditional astrology doesn't because when traditional astrology first came to be, when astrology first started being a thing, they didn't know about the existence of Pluto, Uranus, or Neptune. They thought Saturn was the last planet in the solar system and so they didn't, didn't use that when they were interpreting birth charts. But modern astrology does and I tend to use both types of astrology. Uh, I think it's really always awesome to use as much as possible to understand a birth chart and so i'm going to be diving into the three planets 
and grounded and easier to understand ways and i hope it's helpful to you guys so with that being said let's start talking about uranus all right all right so when it comes to uranus it changes signs every seven years so it is a pretty you know slow moving planet though it's not as slow moving as neptune and pluto and what uranus represents in our birth chart is innovation uranus is the ruler of aquarius and aquarius is super forward thinking future oriented innovative and it's like the rebel almost also so whenever we're having a uranus transit so when uranus is transiting a specific sign or specific part of the sky it brings a lot of change to the things that are associated with that part of the sky and with your birth chart so for example right now uranus is in taurus it's been in taurus since 2019 and since 2019 we have seen quite a lot of change with things that are taurus related like food production like our climate and our earth as well as our economy and the ways that we make money so it's really associated to that um and the full orbit of uranus so it going from the beginning of the zodiac to the end so from aries all the way to pisces it takes around 84 years and because of this it is considered a generational planet and it really is an indicator of everything in our life related to innovation it's linked to surprises to liberation and also to what's unique and unusual in our lives because uranus rules aquarius it does relate to aquarius ruled themes such as originality computers technology new technologies the future events and uranus is a rebel as i said so it doesn't care about the status quo and it prefers to break tradition and create a new mold and create new things instead of fitting into that cookie cutter formula you know and that's what technology really does for us too right technology is super innovative it changes our life like if you think about a couple of years ago the amount of te- new technologies that have come to be and the amount of change they've brought into our lives that's all similar to the effect that uranus has in our life like it's the area of our chart where we seek you know change and we seek freedom most importantly and creativity and it's also very very rebellious in that can tie to changes and to sudden transformations so as we've seen with uranus being in taurus the last couple of years like i'm a taurus and i've never felt like i've changed so much like the fact that uranus right now in the sky is going on top of my sun on my identity also on top of my saturn which relates to structure that i have in my life like i've been feeling so much change going on and on an especially on a uh, level of my personality of my on the things that i feel called to do just like who i am as a person i've changed so much um and so that's been really wild and in our birth chart that's what it represents as well so i'll give my personal example i have uranus in aquarius and it's in my 10th house so it's in my 10th house of career and it's so funny now that i'm saying this because i've recently been going through a a career change which i'm really excited about and when i was kind of going into this career change my intentions that i set 
for my new job and the new role that I was seeking were creativity and freedom. And those are literally the two words that are related to Uranus. And I have Uranus in my 10th house of career, you know, of my professional life. So it's really no coincidence that that's what I was seeking. Um, But deep down, you know, that's what Uranus represents. And the most important thing with these generational planets is a house placement. Because we share them with so many people when it comes to signs, it's really awesome and useful to look at the house placement because that's going to change every two hours based on your rising sign, right? Our rising signs are super changeable. Every two hours, you could have a different rising sign. And because of that, even if you have the same Uranus placement when it comes to signs with a lot of other people, you might not have the same house placement for your Uranus as everyone else. So that's what where looking at these generational planets gets really special. Now looking at Neptune, Neptune changes signs every 14 years. So it's double the time that Uranus takes to change signs and it takes around 160 years to go through the entire zodiac. So it's very very slow moving and again it's a generational planet and the traditional like association of neptune is poseidon because even if you look at your birth chart and you see the icon the glyph of neptune it's a trident of poseidon poseidon was the god of the seas and because of that you know because it's related to the oceans right neptune rules the oceans of the earth it's very changeable right like the oceans are always changing the tides always changing um and some of the associations of neptune are idealism illusion dreams abstract thought you know it rules pisces and pisces is super connected to dreams so neptune can really show the part of our lives that we tend to be dreamier about just like more in our illusions more in our visions in our idealism so it's kind of where we might look at life through a hazy fog like when you're looking at a road with some fog you can't fully see the end right like you can't fully see what's around you and that's kind of how neptune plays a role in our lives and in our charts it's the part of our lives where we just don't really see everything like it's a little foggy and hazy and so it's more tied to like that area of our life where it's underneath the surface like our sleep like our spirituality like spirituality itself is something that's not visible right like it's not physical spirituality is something that's more ethereal it's more like in our soul it's something we can't touch or see or explain with facts so that's a little bit of what neptune's related to because neptune rules pisces it's super related to dreams especially to spirituality too like pisces is one of the most spiritual signs of the zodiac so neptune really invites us to let this energy take us to a meditative state where we can gain insights where we can kind of like engage in our creativity and in our artistry the placement of neptune in our birth chart could be tied to where we tend to try to escape like what overwhelms us so much that we try to escape and what might we be a little bit delusional about or dreamy about so it's really important to think about that and just look at your house placement for your Neptune to understand where might you not be seeing things clearly, where might you be tending towards escapist tendencies, or people around you, like maybe if you have Neptune in your fourth house, it could represent like not seeing your home life very clearly, or 
you know, maybe having been exposed to themes of drugs and addictions and alcohol like in your early life, which is really difficult, but it's important to to take a look at your Neptune. And I think it's a more challenging placement. You know, Neptune can be empowering if you think about it as like where you can be creative and spiritual and where you can tap into the ethereal but it's important to also understand the other side of it, like the shadow side of Neptune and how you can alchemize it, how you can learn from it to change that energy around. All right, last and certainly not least is Pluto. You know, people are always like, oh, Pluto is not considered a planet, blah, 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 blah. In astrology, it's actually a very important planet. And it's one that I actually think is really fascinating. So I'm excited to be talking about it. Pluto's keywords are power, transformation, and rebirth. It is the ruler of Scorpio in modern astrology. And it is also, therefore, the ruler of the eighth house. So it's associated with Scorpio and eighth house themes and the way that i describe pluto to people is like when spell saturn is a type of teacher that's like okay here are some lessons like here's what you gotta learn like go learn them and if not like i'm gonna keep testing you pluto is like here's a hole let me throw you in it and see how you can get out of it like just figure it out like there's no it's like you're looking to one side and the other and then boom, like you're thrown in it. Pluto is really sudden. Like it's not trying to teach you something like through trials and whatever. It's like something that's more transformative than that. It's something that's more intense than that. So Pluto is really inviting you to get super deep. And it's the, if there's any generational planet, like it's the most generational planet. So it affects us all on a collective level. The sign that Pluto is in, in your birth chart and the people who also share that, we are all here to learn a specific lesson around that theme. And we're going to be learning lessons related to those themes throughout our lifetime. It's something that we all share together. So for example, Gen Z has Pluto in Sagittarius and Sagittarius rules the pursuit of truth and wisdom as well as just higher education and knowledge. And so our generation, you know, with all this technology and phones and so much information going around, like we're really here to push the edges of that and to figure out like how do we find truth and how do we find wisdom within all this amount of information that's around us with an access to technology at our fingertips? How do we figure out, you know, what do we believe in? And it's also really about questioning the beliefs of older generations too. Like Sagittarius rules beliefs, right? So we're really here to question like, well, like what about X, Y, and Z, right? Like why why do we have to do things this certain way that has been done for like 10, 20 years? Like we're here to figure out our own way and our own truth. And our own beliefs and they might be different than the people before us and we might be misunderstood but we're really here to do that so that's what pluto is kind of associated with and again like transformation is never easy but it's so freaking beautiful and what comes through like on the other side of transformation is so awesome and awe-inspiring and that's really what pluto's here to do because when you're able to transform and grow and learn you come out so much more powerful 
you come out so 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 empowered and more wise at the end of it right so it really is the planet that calls us all to look inward into our subconscious mind into what's underneath the surface and see what's there and really just like get deep so that's what I think is really interesting and I think Pluto especially in our birth chart gets more significance when you look at which planets it interacts with right and this is for when you're a little bit more farther down in your astrology journey and you start learning about what's called transits when you start learning a little bit more about what's called aspects which is how planets interact with each other so like as i've mentioned before conjunctions is when they're in the same sign or in close degrees there's also a bunch of other aspects trines squares sextiles etc oppositions and so Once you start getting a little bit further into your astrology journey and you start learning about aspects, that's where Pluto really gets interesting because understanding Pluto's interactions with your more personal planets can give insights into how you can transform. Oh, and also just before I close, Pluto's orbit is like for it to go around the entire zodiac, it takes 248 years or, or around that much. So it stays in each sign for between 12 to 31 years. Because of that, it is literally what defines generations. So when you think about Gen Z, millennials, Gen X, etc. I really see it as being defined by the Pluto placements of that generation. Like the Pluto placements is what defines that generation and what they all share in common. So with that being said, I hope that this was helpful and insightful um i know these planets are a little bit more generational but i think that they're super important as well when it comes to the house that it rules for you they can really give keys into for uranus how you can be innovative and what you want to break free from for neptune that house placement really shows where you can be really spiritual and deep and also a little bit idealistic And then with Pluto, that house is where you're here to transform. It's themes that you're here to transform from and learn from. And so I really recommend that you, as always, look it up. Look up your Pluto by sign and by house placement. Learn about it. Do some digging. Do some research. And I love hearing from you guys. So please DM me. I really want to hear about what you're learning. If you're learning anything really interesting about your chart that's giving you cool insights. And how you're liking the podcast. So... Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. And I will see you very soon for our series finale next week. Bye for now. Sending you so much love.